0: Well, the world has sure gone nutty, buddy, buddy. Even downright cruddy, buddy, buddy. We shall missed the past, buddy, buddy, but there's still Buddy Cast. Now don't be naughty, go meet everybody here on Buddy Cast. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the founder and host of BuddyCast, Nick Sorensen. Good afternoon, buddies. It's another episode of everybody's favorite show, BuddyCast. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen, and joining me today is a very special buddy, just in time for the holidays, my friend Jan from Make-A-Wish. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing really well, Nick. Thank you so much for having me here.
0: Thank you for joining us. It's such a pleasure to speak to someone from a great organization who makes it a daily goal to help others, you know?
1: Well, and that's exactly what we do here. We're very proud of that.
0: Mm-hmm. So first,
1: I got to start by asking, what made you get involved with Make-A-Wish? Tell us your story. Well, it's, it's uh, a little bit of an interesting story. I have been doing fundraising for other, another local organization and had attended a workshop on special event fundraising, and the presenter was someone from Make-A-Wish. So I met the person that had done my job before I started, and about two weeks after that presentation, she called me and said, "'I know I've only met you once, "'but I'm leaving this job, "'and I think you'd be perfect for it.'" Mm. And I said, well, tell me about Make-A-Wish. At the time, it's been 25 years, at the time I knew nothing about Make-A-Wish. And so uh, I learned more about Make-A-Wish and thought, she's right, this is the perfect job for me, and interviewed and got the job and um, been here 25 years. Wow, congratulations,
0: 25 years, that's awesome.
1: (laughs) I love that someone can just meet me and know immediately, okay, this is the job she was meant to have. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, throughout your time, throughout your 25 years, have you really seen any wishes that have really impacted you or really, like? just left some feeling on your heart,
1: you know? I, oh my gosh, Nick, I have so many stories, as you can imagine, over 75 years. And one is uh, about a young man um, whose wish was for a puppy. His name is Austin. Mm -hmm. And he had an illness called osteosarcoma where Mm -hmm. he had had to have a portion of his leg amputated in order to stop the growth of the uh, cancer that was in his leg. Mm -hmm. And he was really Truly, having a difficult time, and when the volunteers met with him, he said, "I found a puppy online that I just fell in love with, and it's a pit bull puppy. Her name is Layla, and that's what I want for my wish." And so we immediately got online. We found Layla, called the breeder. And the breeder said, "Yes, absolutely. I'll give I'll give you the dog for free," which was amazing. And then I called uh, Austin's mom and said, "So we have the dog, but..." The dog won't be available for six weeks, and I'd like to do it as a surprise. So we're having the dog taken off the website. So could you lie to your son for the next six weeks and let him know that we're still working on something for him and we're, we think we have a breeder? She said, yeah, sure, no problem. So we were going to uh, surprise him at a basketball game, and he arrived. And she, t- the mother pulled me aside, and she said, he's having a really bad day. He's not in a good place. He's having some phantom pain with his leg. And I'm not sure how this is going to go. And I thought, oh, boy, here we go. Well, as it turned out, it ended up being amazing. We pulled him out to center court at halftime. And we said to him, we know what your wish is. And we know you don't have a dog yet, but we're excited that we're going to give you everything you need so that when you do find a puppy, you'll have everything. So one by one, student athletes brought out all kinds of items from a leash to dog food to um, lessons to uh, vet service, everything you can imagine. I mean, I think there were 25 kids that came out with something. And then next to the last gift that we brought out, and I need to back up for a minute. When he first came out, he sat like this, a center court. He was not happy. But with mm-hmm. each gift, you saw his whole demeanor change. He would sit up a little bit. He started to get a little bit of a grin on the edge of his mouth. By the end, he was smiling, and we said, the next to last gift was, we have a carrier for your puppy. But it seems a little cruel to give you a carrier without a puppy. So we're happy to let you know that Layla is here, the dog you fell in love with online, and she's yours. And Uh I was standing right behind him, and he turned around, and he said to me, seriously? And I said, seriously, she's here, and she's yours. And they brought that puppy out and put it in his arms. And the only way I can describe it is they were both home. I mean, he, his whole demeanor changed. He went from being um, a young man who absolutely refused to learn how to walk with a prosthetic leg, did not want to do treatments, was depressed, to his mom called me a week later and she said, he's not only learning to walk with it, with his prosthetic leg, he wants to run. His whole outlook on life has changed because of Layla. And that's what we were able to do. And that will always stick with me that, you know, we we talk about transforming a child. And sometimes that happens in five minutes, like with Austin. Sometimes it can happen in a couple weeks or a couple months or over the whole process of the wish. But a wish really can transform a child.
0: That is one incredible, incredible story that you never know what the impact of a puppy here. I can say that because mine's... Mine's sitting right behind me, using a, you know.
1: Yes, and I still get pictures. I mean, this wish was years ago, and I still get pictures
0: from. Whoops, a uh, little disconnection there, folks. A uh, little error. No problem. We'll wait. We'll wait. But in the meantime, uh, oh, that's so that's so awesome, Jose. That is uh, that's incredible that she helped your daughter. Really, that's truly moving. And yes, Tommy, it's so moving. And mine's that. hey, how's Benji doing? How's he doing, buddy? Because we got Nugget here. He's been a light and joy to us, too. You know, as much as uh, Jessica says otherwise, we still love him. You know? We still love him to this day. And now she's giving me the evil eye. I know. It's truly. But we just had a small uh, device uh, disconnection. It just seemed like uh, her webcam dropped or something. So she should be back momentarily. There she is. Okay. There, there we are. I'm
1: so excited about the story. I the micro the whole th- unit just fell. So <laughs> no I, problem
0: at all. No problem at all. We've I had pe- stop
1: talking with my hands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We've had people who literally have like mid-interview just cut out and never came back. So we're like, <laughs> okay, we're gonna give them another three minutes and then we're gonna end the show. So, <laughs> so it happened, it's happened all the time. So um so you were talking about the puppy and the wish. Now, you made an impact through Make-A-Wish. How can our audience make an impact, such as donations or just any way, like you said, how people got involved in that wish, like how they, one by one, brought out the items and everything? And I'll
1: tell you what, we are very fortunate that when we reach out to people in our communities, um, it's very, very rare when someone says, I can't help you. And if they say, I can't help you, I always say, I'm sorry, do you know who we are? Mm (laughs) and sometimes I can get them to change their mind but there are a lot of ways uh, one of the most important is to become a volunteer we are a volunteer driven organization so we have a very small office here in Erie we cover seven counties and we only have two and a half people so we have someone that works part-time another full-time person and myself and that's it and we do a in a normal year we do anywhere between 15 and 70 wishes a year So that's a lot of wishes that we plan, and so we rely on our volunteers. They're the ones that go in to make um, wishes happen. They meet with the families. They meet with the child. They determine what the wish is. Um, Volunteers go through a half-day training session and have to have clearances, and um, we always pair them up with a seasoned volunteer that can help them learn the ropes and know what to do. So that's one way. They can also obviously donate. As you can imagine, the last year has been particularly difficult, the last two years, really, because of the pandemic. And we've had to put some wishes on hold because of travel and CDC guidelines. Um, other wishes that we've been able to do, swimming pools that we could normally get for around $5,000, were costing anywhere between eight dollars and $12,000 all of a sudden. So while the average cost of a wish is $4,400, the past two years we've seen that increase greatly. We think it will come back down once the supply chain issue resolves itself. Uh But who knows when that will happen? So donating is always critical because we can't do what we do without people choosing to make a donation to Mm Make-A-Wish. So um, they can go on our website, wish.org slash greater PAWV, because our chapter is Greater Pennsylvania and West Virginia. They can go online to make a donation there. They can call the office at 868-9474. Um, And then they can also refer if you know of a child out there that might qualify for a wish. The family has to be aware of the referral because we never like that to be a surprise. We still surprisingly have a reputation of doing wishes for kids who are dying. And that's not at all the truth. We do wishes for children who have critical illnesses. And more than 80% of our children go on to live long, happy lives. So Mm -hmm. we feel that that positivity approaching a family with good news. And we think and we know through studies, but we know that we can impact a child's life in a positive way that helps them deal with their illness. Mm -hmm. So those are the three big ways that someone can help.
0: Mm -hmm. And that actually brings up a follow up question that I have here, which is, say there is a family out there that can qualify for wish, they do have that critical illness, they do have something, how can they get in contact with you? Or how can we how can you guys be made aware of that wish? again that you, there are
1: a couple ways you can go to our website mm-hmm. um, as, as you can imagine so much now is is digital so all of our referral processes are now digital so you can either go to wish.org or wish.org/ PAWV. and there is one of the links on the very on the home page is refer a child go online and refer you'll need the doctor's information you'll obviously you have to have the family's approval. And I think people don't realize the different types of illnesses that qualify. So, uh, the typical ones: uh, cancers qualify for a child. Um, cystic fibrosis traditionally qualifies. Um, kids with seizure disorders that are not controlled by medication they qualify for a wish. Um, every child's a little different. We make sure. That's why we make sure we talk with their healthcare professional. But if you're not sure if an illness might qualify before you speak with the family, feel free to give us a call and we'll talk through it and determine if it's worth moving forward. But we know through studies that there are hundreds of kids diagnosed every year, just in our just in the Pennsylvania portion of our chapter, because we're Pennsylvania, West Virginia. We know there are 700 kids newly diagnosed every year with a critical illness, at least 700. And that's just in Pennsylvania. Arch part of Pennsylvania, and we don't cover the Philadelphia area. So we know there are children and families out there that we're not reaching. And so our goal is to reach every eligible child. And they, wow. and you can help if you know of someone.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So I got to ask this. This just came to my mind. What are some of the most popular wishes that you have seen throughout your time?
1: Well, in, in my years, Disney World remains the number one wish. Um, over 40% of our children asked to go to Disney World. And it's interesting because sometimes I get calls from parents and they'll say, we think if we save, we can probably send our child to Disney. So maybe he should, he or she should pick something else. And I, I always say, you could, but trust me when I tell you, you cannot do Disney the way Make-A-Wish does Disney. Uh-huh. I mean, our families get um, special pins that they wear that takes them right to the front of the line so they don't have to wait in line. Um, They have, they stay in a very special resort called Give Kids the World. And that's an amazing place where they have characters visit and they have a mayor of the village and you eat your meals there. It, It has, it's almost its own resort and park in and of itself. And then you get to visit all the other parks. So there are a lot of perks to doing a trip to Disney through Make-A-Wish. I love when families go back after they've had their wish, and they don't know why they can't go to the front of the line (laughs) or stay on a ride if they really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Those are some of the perks that our kids get because a lot of times they may not look sick, but they tire very, very easily. And so the fact that they can go to the front of the line makes a huge difference. So that... that still has is, is our number one wish and I would say gift wishes are probably our second biggest type of wish and uh, gift wishes range anywhere from a shopping spree to um, a pop up camper to a swimming pool to um, trying to think of some other gift wishes that we've done used to be when I started here 25 years ago, if a child asked for a computer that was their entire wish. And now our computer is usually one item that they get in a shopping spree because the prices have come down so much. So, so those things do change. Um, we don't do hunting wishes, and we don't do wishes involving motorized vehicles. So those are two that we don't do. But everything else, we leave it up to the imagine, imagination of the child. Mm-hmm. So travel, um, gift, uh, celebrity, Jose that just... Um, sent a note and he's on his daughter chloe received a wish and she had a tea party with john cena and john cena is our number one celebrity uh wish grantor he's done more than 500 wishes for children and is absolutely wonderful he makes them feel so special and the fact that he was willing with chloe to sit down and have a tea party is amazing my favorite Part about that entire wish is when they started sipping tea, as you can imagine, you know, John Cena has a really big hand. And when he started sipping out of it, she said, excuse me, John Cena. And he said, yes, Chloe. And she said, when you have dinner with a lady, you lift your pinky. And he (laughs) did. (laughs) That's
0: awesome.
1: Isn't it? Yeah. Again, that wish people think, well, they meet a celebrity and they only get to spend a little time. I mean, he sat with her, for a long time, they had tea together, they chatted. At first she was very um, overwhelmed, I think one by his size and two by the fact that her wish was actually coming true. But within a very short period of time, they were like old friends and talking and chatting. And he's very positive with our kids and inspires them to go on and do better. And what can be better in a celebrity for that? Mm -hmm. And then our last type of wish is a give back wish where a lot of kids will say, I don't want something for myself. I want to give back to my school. I want to give back to the hospital. I want to give back um, to, to a variety of people. And so that is our most uh, recent type of wish that we do.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, with the organization, with your time there, um, who are some other celebrities that you have seen make a wish come true?
1: Well, it's interesting. They they go through waves. So as you can imagine, uh, back in the day when Sync was popular, I bet you we must have done just out of our chapter 30 in in-sync wishes in a year. And we're only one of 60 some chapters. So you can imagine how many times the, um, sports teams, the Pittsburgh Steelers, we get requests every year to either be a Steeler or meet this, a particular Steeler or Uh. the Steelers. Uh, we, I'm trying to think of some other big celebrities that we've done wishes with. Um, uh, NASCAR drivers are are huge we've done a lot of NASCAR wishes over the years uh, we had a young man that met Jimmy Fallon we um, had somebody met Stephen Colbert so those are the types of wishes and even for us for young kids Barney is considered a celebrity uh, so we have kids that meet Barney um, and so it really depends on the child there are very few celebrities who don't do wishes but musicians are always big ticket items. And right now, YouTube's YouTube stars, we have mm. a lot of kids that want to meet YouTube stars. And uh-huh. we had one man by the name of young man, by the name of LeVar who learned how to play the drums by watching a YouTube drummer. And wow. his wish was to meet that YouTube drummer. And they wow. played drums together. It was, it was the most amazing wish. Mm-hmm. And so it really, you know, it kind of ebbs and flows to what's popular at the time.
0: Mm-hmm. I love how you brought up Barney because, as you know, we've done charity shows here on um, on BuddyCast. We, co- yes. we call them Buddy Aid. Um, you were part of one of my thing. I finally let all my people choose their own thing, and I'm like, I want to sponsor and Make a Wish. I want to sp- make someone's wish come true, or at least put a little dent into it. You know, right? We just had one about when was the last one, honey? September, September or October? September or October. We just had one for a family friend of ours. Her name is Lottie. She is. She was born prematurely, and she right now has some heart condition. Mm. She, um, They wait until her chest gets a little uh, stronger to do heart surgery, but it's, there's a 99% chance, basically, that she's going to have to do it. We raised over $1,000 for her. Oh,
1: how wonderful. And
0: um, I brought together a few people. I said, you know, I pulled a few connections because, speaking of Barney, We've actually had the voice of Barney, Bob West.
1: Oh, how nice! Oh my gosh, that's great. So
0: I reached out to him immediately and said, "Hey, Bob, I hope you're not too busy. I've got this special request. There's a, you know, there's a a special family friend we're doing a fundraiser for. Um, You know, it's just like a regular buddy cast. You know, you can just come on and just say hi to the family if you would. That would really make their day. They had no idea he was coming on. Oh my gosh, that
1: must have been great."
0: yes and um so i said you know you guys like barney and they're like yeah i'm like how about the voice of barney bob west and he brought on his little barney puppet and oh. did the voice for them and even afterwards he said please send me their information i want to stay in contact oh with my them
1: gosh, how nice yes that and even so nice. um,
0: we even had um i don't know how familiar you are with the elton john band um if anyone's ever made a wish to meet elton john or anyone like that i'm
1: sure they have not not out of our office but i know kids have yeah
0: yeah so we had the guy who fills in for elton during rehearsals and for like sound checks and everything he came on and uh he came on at the end and sang tiny dancer and your song for her oh
1: my gosh that's great so to me that
0: felt like a -a make-a-wish moment for me like well and
1: it's so interesting because we have kids that might say when they're three, I want to meet Barney. And and this is a great example. I had a family once who said that their children, their son was really into Star Wars, but her fear was that as he got older, he would no longer be into Star Wars. So is this the mm. right time to do the wish? And I said, you have to take advantage of it when it's going to mean the most to the child. Mm-hmm. And um, her son had an illness that if treatments worked, then hopefully mm-hmm. he would not have that illness, a type of cancer. Mm-hmm. And I said, You've got to, why wait three years when maybe he'll be in remission and it won't have the same meaning as exactly. it does right now when he needs joy and strength and power and all those things that a wish does for a child. And so um, they ended up going to Disney World for Star Wars weekend. And it was one of the most amazing times of the whole the whole family said we will never be able to duplicate this experience and it was because of make-a-wish And they still talk about it today and his wish was i think 15 years ago
0: wow and you're right you never know like it's about the timing because you never know yeah this might be a phase now but if you do something with the phase then it could stick with them for a long time like yeah you might be an adult who obviously you know isn't into the i love you you love me song but will always be able to share those memories with their kids maybe even and then one day be able to tell their kid, I met him, you right. know, like you do, right. would you ever believe mommy or daddy met Barney, met the actual Barney? That's right.
1: Like, yeah, they, know. They need it when, when they're, when, and we talk about this a lot, their illness takes over control of their life mm-hmm. and they feel like they have no control whatsoever. And so that's something small that we can give back to them is mm-hmm. we can say, this decision is yours. It's not your parents, it's not your siblings, it's not your friends. This is your wish, and you get to do what you want to do. And Mm -hmm. that alone, like I got to do something for my whole family, and we see that so often. It's like, I know I'm the one with the illness, but my whole family has been affected by this. And so I want to do something that will benefit my entire family.
0: Yes. And that's the true meaning of it. That's the true meaning yeah. of giving back, you know? It is. So and I've been telling that same exact phrase to my now fiance over here. I know, through.
1: congratulations. I saw that Thank over you. the weekend.
0: Thank <laughs> you. I told her, you know, like she's stuck, I I've joked with her family and said I've opened the floodgates because now she's in the wedding planning stages <laughs> and it is there's <laughs> no going back at this point. There's no she's open, but uh and uh you know, but um the one thing that I've been telling her through this whole process is like this is your decision. Where do you want to, you know, what do you want to yeah. do with your day? Because this is your day. This isn't, you know, our parents' day. This isn't gonna be based That's on right. what our guests want to see. This is your day. Yes. So please make it what you want it. Don't worry about anyone else.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. I so. agree.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's one wish that actually I just remembered. I don't know if you guys heard about this one or you guys played the role in it. There was, I believe there was a child in Pittsburgh who wanted to be a superhero. Am I correct on this? And then he, like you made this whole presentation. I'll never forget this. You made a whole presentation of this and I hope I'm getting this all right. Like he wakes up in the morning and turns on the news and finds out like, what was, can you explain this better to us? Yes.
1: His wish he was four years old at the time. And his wish was to be a superhero. He didn't want to be Spider-Man, but he wanted to be like Mm Spider-Man and that's all we knew. And so we designed a whole persona for him and he became beetle boy Aww. And uh, we had a costume made for him and we put together scenarios and he woke up one morning to a news report from WTAE in Pittsburgh on his TV that said the city of Pittsburgh is being held hostage by the Green Goblin, who is Spider-Man's biggest nemesis, mm-hmm. and Spider-Man is nowhere to be found. So, Beetle Boy, if you're within the sound of our voice, the Steel City desperately needs your help. And so he he saw it and he was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, where's my Beetle Boy costume? I'm sure he didn't call it a costume, but so um, he got it on, went outside. They lived in Butler and he started running down his driveway as if he was going to run to Pittsburgh. And we said, no, 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 no. We have a vehicle. And of course it was a Volkswagen Beetle bug that Mm -hmm. seemed only so appropriate with his logo emblazoned on the side of it. His first stop was the Pittsburgh zoo where he saved a damsel in distress from a train. And uh, his next stop stop was uh, the university of Pittsburgh, where he saved the pit panther from being pummeled by poisonous footballs. Uh Then he took us to short break for lunch. The superheroes have to eat. Then he went to um, Point State Park in Pittsburgh, where um, the Green Goblin was threatening to turn off the city's water supply. And the Green Goblin had special powers. If he held up his right hand, which was a a red-gloved hand, he could stop things from happening by saying, hero in a hard shell. And if he held up up his green gloved hand and said it, he could start things from happening. So at the fountain, he held up his green hand and said, hero in a hard shell. And all of a sudden, all the water started flowing again. And he, the look on his face was just like, I did that. I did. That. I mean, it, he truly believed that everything he was doing was because he had superpowers. And then he ended his day at the city council or the city building in Pittsburgh, where uh, the Green Goblin was threatening to blow up the building um, with TNT. And he showed up with police escorts, threw a net over the Green Goblin, who was played by one of our staff members. And then uh. um, he kicked ring, the uh uh the young man playing um beetle boy kicked and punched the green goblin and our staff member said that really hurt when he did (laughs) (laughs) but we had a little reception afterwards and it was so interesting because he came up and the green goblin was there um in handcuffs Uh and he went up to the green goblin he said can i ask you a question and he said yes and he said how'd you turn off that water and he said, well, like you, I have magical powers, but I use them for evil. And little Michael said, I didn't know till this morning that I had superpowers, but I promised to always use them for good. Aww. <laughs>
0: that so
1: is- again, the thought and the number of times he was called upon to uh-huh. be Beetle Boy again was amazing. And uh, it's to this day, he is now an adult, married, and still recalls that so vividly and still has his Beatle boy costume at his house. So i was about to ask that. I'm about yeah. to
0: see, does he still have all the memorabilia? He does. does. He, still...
1: he really does. Yes. That
0: is, that is truly awesome. I wonder how many times he just, looks at it or just wears it just for like you know even if he just puts on the mask or something just to remember oh, I know,
1: i know just, it's just to remember the message of it he'll have a child who can then maybe fit into that costume Yes. and he can tell them all about it and how magical it was
0: yes that is true that that story touches my heart so much like it's, one just, of my, it's
1: honestly the the number of people that were involved in making that wish come true i mean when he arrived at the pit football stadium um, there were hundreds of Pitt students cheering him on when he got there, and so much so that he almost forgot to go stop the machine from pummeling the Pitt Panther with footballs because he was like, "Hey, everybody!" <laughs> he had become famous by then because the oh. media were following him all day long. It really was uh, quite a wish.
0: That is awesome. Meanwhile, the meanwhile the mascot over there is like, "Hello, over here!" He's like,
1: hey, over here! <laughs>
0: yeah. exactly. So we've talked about so many other people's wishes. We've talked about just one that was truly inspiring to us. What about your wish? What do you wish for this holiday season?
1: Oh my goodness. Oh, there are so many things I wish for. Um, Truly one of my wishes every year at this time of year is that no family has to struggle with providing the necessary things that they need for a family. We get so many calls this time of year that we have no money to buy our children gifts. We can't feed our child. I mean, there are so many wonderful organizations in our area that provide, but it breaks my heart every time I hear of someone that can't provide for their family. And that's just basic. I mean, that's so basic. And it, it particularly, and I see our families go through it because they, uh, many times when the child's been diagnosed, the parents are both working. And then all of a sudden one parent has to stop working and spend time in the hospital with their sick child. And everything changes for that family. First they're no longer together, but now they don't have money because one of their incomes has just been completely demolished because they've had to quit their job or leave their job. And how families struggle uh, just it's it's terrible. I mean, I did by far did not grow up rich or wealthy but there was never a time where we didn't have gifts under the table or under the tree. Uh Um, Most of that was because of family members, my uncles, I learned much later in life, sent my parents money. So there were always gifts under the tree. And so I want people out there to be an uncle for somebody else, to Uh be the people that help them in one way or another. We always adopt a family every year that we can provide those gifts for. And I think that's so important.
0: Hmm. I'll tell you. You just reminded me of something that, I, for some reason, I was thinking about this last night. It happened my freshman year of high school. I was—I'll admit—I was one of those kids. Like, hey, what can I, you know, what can I get rather than I can give? Right. But my parents were always the first ones to say, "No, no, that's not what this season's about," you know, and make sure that we got involved in something that made us realize the true meaning, like, of giving back, of right. helping those. Whether it was. Here are the items. Go take this down to your school and donate them for someone who this is – like, they remind us, this is all they're getting on Christmas. This is all Mm -hmm. they're doing. Like, this is – they're not like you who's going to wake up to, you know, Mount Everest or presents or something like that. They're – this is going to be that. But at the same time, these are the kids that truly, truly love what they're going to be. Like, this toy to them means more than anything in that pile will ever mean to you.
1: That's right. That's absolutely right. mm -hmm. And you can just – even – And this happens all the time because I work downtown is when I go out for any reason and I'm walking, I'm always approached saying, do you have spare change? Uh And I usually will not give change because I try not to carry cash. But what I will do is say, if you're hungry, I will buy you something to eat. If there's if I can do something for you to help you, let me know. And I will Uh be happy to do that. Um, I just want to make sure that that they and this is this is hard to say, but. That they truly need something and they're not just trying to scam people. Yes. Because that's always, but so if you offer food, and a lot of times people will say, now, never mind. And you yeah. know that they're not really struggling. Exactly. Um, or not in the way you think. So find a way to be that for someone else. And yes. Um, think of charities. There are so many charities out there, uh,
0: exactly. not just Make
1: a Wish, that you can, if you have someone in your family that has everything and you're like, I have no idea what to get them, they have everything. Well, maybe they have a special fondness for children, and you'd like to make a gift to their favorite children's charity in their name. Trust me, I've had people do that, and it puts me in tears every time. Uh, so um, consider doing something like that for someone over this holiday season.
0: Yes, and that's what i was that's what I was kind of leaning towards. So, um, my freshman year, as I told you, my parents always, you know, were to make sure that we were reminded of the true meaning of Christmas by doing some act of service some way or another and one was a key club dinner for um the less fortunate with my high school I'll admit I was having one of those days I had a lot of homework I had a lot of all this I do I really you know do we really have to go to this mom like just you know I'll go next year or something but my mom was like if my mom if it was on her deathbed or something was going to make us go to this event I know your mother so I'm not
1: surprised yes yes
0: (laughs) so I went there and I actually met someone who really flipped my whole attitude around. Don't get me wrong. I wasn't there like, you know, but I was, you know, but literally like this guy opened my eyes and was like, wow, I never thought of something like that. His name was Cleveland. And the one thing I'll never forget about him. And I hope if he's out there, you know, he's doing well today. He, um, he was less fortunate, you know, but he just had this tremendous spirit with him. He was happy to be there. He was thankful every time you brought him a meal. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate this. Hey, my name's Cleveland. Um, I, you know, one thing I love to do is go down to the docks and just fish. Just cast a line. That's how I get most of my food today. I just fish. I do that. That changed my whole perspective. I'm like, here's a man who's down on his luck, who, you know, obviously isn't the most whatever. But at the same time. He wants to do stuff for himself he wants right. to change his scenario and by fishing too so mm-hmm. that really and he laughed and he's like see you later nick have a good holiday oh. you know so at the end after everything i thank my parents for bringing me there and i said hey do i have time to ask santa for one more gift this year and they said of course what do you want and i said i just want a fishing pole Cause I want to go down there one day. My hope, I unfortunately this hasn't happened yet, but I want to go down there one day to the dock and just cast a line, and hopefully Cleveland's down there, and I could just oh my gosh, keep I, love that, Nick. I can just keep in contact with him and just you know just meet up with him and just go fishing with him because that's what I want to. That wish yeah. I got my wish that year. They gave me a fishing pole, and it got my dad back into fishing, which he hadn't done since his father. You know.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Um, and now we have, not to sound spoiled or anything, we have a family boat, which we've made so many memories on. We, That's wonderful. You know, it's gotten my family back into the activity and it's just all because of that one little wish. So no. you never the lesson is you never know how one person, one wish is going to make the exact difference in someone's and life.
1: Imagine how Cleveland would feel knowing what a difference he made in your life.
0: Exactly. I
1: mean, what a gift from him
0: exactly it's it truly was divine intervention like you take someone who was just having that day of do i have to go here do i have to do this like you know yeah. of course me no i mean i absolutely would you know that wasn't the attitude i carried into the building the minute i walked into the building I'm like okay time to do this let's get you know yeah. let's get to work let's do that. i wasn't just going like yeah what do you want or something like that i was literally like hey how can i help you today what can i get you You know, but he changed like, you know, he changed the whole demeanor of it. He changed the whole like, I now see why I'm doing this. I now see what this is for. Like this is this is for not me, but someone like him.
1: And even small things. I went into the bank the other day and they've been so, so busy. So I took chocolate. I just took a whole bunch of little pieces of chocolate and gave them out to all the tellers and said, I know you guys have had really long days lately and some not Mm -hmm. so nice customers. And so here's a little treat. And they were like, oh, my God. I mean, it was a piece of chocolate. But just Mm -hmm. the fact that someone is recognizing what they're going through.
0: That's one of my favorite sayings up there. My parents got this for our house.
1: Yes. I love that. Small things
0: with great love. And my life motto is great things come in small packages. Cause you're, and you're, and you're reminding me of it. Cause how many times do we have, you know, we just have a day, like you said, where like the bank tellers, they just have this, you know, they're dealt with customer after customer who are just in a rush. And obviously, you know, when you're in a rush, sometimes you just get to that attitude of like, yeah. come on, hurry up. I just want to go home. You know, I don't want to be standing at a bank for 12 minutes, just trying to make a deposit or something like that. Right. And And if you just just pause for a minute
1: and put yourself in their shoes, exactly, how would it be? We have um, had some construction going on right in our corner of where our building is down here. And it was a really hot day this summer and there were all kinds of guys down there. And I thought I would like to do something for them, but I don't know what to do. And then it kind of dawned on us ice cream. So Uh I went over and I bought enough ice cream for every I went and asked the foreman how many people were on the crew. And I think he said 13. I said, okay, I'll be back. And I went and bought 13 ice cream treats and took them down. And again, they could not believe. And it's not about me that anybody would do something. And I said, I know it's hot. It's it's you're underground. It can't be fun. I appreciate what you're doing so that we can have lights in our building. So I want to thank you. And it's, again, I think I got more out of it maybe than they did. They were very, very appreciative, but Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm glad I did that. I mean,
0: exactly. It made me feel good. Exactly. Like I say, every Christmas, if I woke up and had nothing, you know, if everyone else had something for me, but I was still able to give people gifts or to do something like I already got my Christmas gift this year. I got my fiance that's sitting right next to me, you know, that's all I wanted. I told, I, told, I did tell, I did jokingly tell my parents due to the cost of this gift, your your, your Christmas gift this year is going to be a new daughter-in-law. You know.
1: And they are thrilled. I'm sure.
0: Oh yeah. My mom's like, I'll take it. That's right. So, but it's all, you're right, it's all about giving, you know, and it's most importantly about being someone's buddy, just like Cleveland, yeah. you know? Which brings me to my next question, brought to you us by Jonas Kane from Hashtag #positivity, which is, in your own words, what does it mean to be someone's buddy?
1: Boy, it means a lot. I, when I think of this, I immediately think of my brother. I have a brother that um, was hit by a car when he was young, and mm. so he had some some pretty severe brain damage, and so he's a little different. I mean, there's he can still do most things that everybody can do, except he's legally blind. Uh. But he was treated so poorly by so many. And he had one or two people in his high school that were so good to him, knowing that he was different, knowing that a lot of people made fun of him. They stuck with him. And that's what I think of when I think of a buddy, is that you Find someone that might not be exactly like you, that might be a little different from you, that needs a friend, that needs a buddy, someone that can be there for them, and be that person. And don't do it because of what you're giving, but what you get out of it. Just Mm. like when you give something to other people, what you get out of it is so important. And I think there are so many people out there that need someone like that, that Mm. will just be a voice on the other end of a phone, a pat on the back, a whatever it is that you need, they're there to give it to you. And for me, that's what a buddy is.
0: That is amazing answer. Thank you so much. And just to let you know, you're an official buddy here on BuddyCast. You're not a friend, you're not a I'm guest. Thrilled. You're a buddy. <laughs>
1: Thank that's what you. we
0: call. That's what we call our people here on BuddyCast, buddies. So, but with that comes the ultimate BuddyCast buddy question. Okay. Which is, what is your advice for anyone who wants to get involved in a charity organization, whether it be Make-A-Wish or some some impacting charity in this world today? What's
1: your advice to them? My advice is find something you're passionate about. If you're passionate about children, then maybe Make-A-Wish is the right organization for you. If you're passionate about animals, there are so many wonderful animal organizations out there that need volunteers. Go and find that place. But find something that you are truly passionate about and it will seem like a gift to you and not volunteer. It's amazing what you get out of it if it's the right organization for you. And so passion speaks volumes.
0: Beautiful answer. Well, buddy, thank you so much for being here on Buddycast for sharing all those wonderful stories. It's the perfect way for the holiday season. I'm so glad we got you on and I'm so glad you joined us today. Well, thank, thank you. you. Thank so you. And much. if anybody
1: wants more information, we, they can look at our Facebook page, make a wish. We have some yes. um, nice things happening this month. So look and see what Ooh. we've got going on.
0: Yes, you actually told me the um, through email, you have a raffle going on, correct?
1: We do. It actually is already going on right now. It goes on through Friday. It's for our Light Up a Child's Life campaign. And all that information is on our local Facebook page. Um, I, I can you have the information if you want to share it on your buddy cast page yes. Yes, as I well and um we are it's a small way that people can do it it's a dollar a ticket and Mm -hmm. we have a gift card tree worth i think over twelve hundred dollars so for a dollar imagine the gifts you could give away or the people on the street that you could help with gift cards for food wouldn't that be great
0: exactly and it's all for a dollar yeah just a dollar that's right goes goes to show how far a dollar goes well Thank you so much again for Nick, joining thank us.
1: thank you. And thank yes. you for being a buddy to everybody. You uh, really are inspiring.
0: Thank you. Hey, buddy, I have one more question to ask you or one more favor to ask you Yes. before we end the show today. And that's please go out and be someone's buddy today. That's right. For all my buddies out there, this is my buddy, Jan. Please look up Make-A-Wish. Give what you can. Take nothing back. And just be a buddy. Be a part of being buddies, being a charitable buddy. So, but Thank we'll catch you. you. Thank you, Jan. We'll catch everyone here on everybody's favorite show, Buddy Cast. When well, the days are going fast, buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last, buddy, buddy. Before they've all gone past, buddy, buddy, tune in to Buddy Cast. Don't be naughty, It can make it, buddy. Your own buddy Hey buddies, you are thinking of starting your own podcast? Why not use Anchor? It's the easiest way to make a podcast. And here's why. First off, it's free. Secondly, you have creation tools to record and edit right from your phone or computer. Third, Anchor distributes for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Fourth, make money with no minimum listenership. And finally, You have everything you need for a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started.